Welcome to the Sourcing Hero podcast produced by UNA, a group purchasing organization that empowers sourcing heroes and Art of Procurement, the world's largest procurement podcast network. I'm your host, Kelly Barner. The goal of the Sourcing Hero podcast is to capture the epic stories of people who are rising up and beating the odds to create exceptional value within procurement directly from those heroes themselves. Today, my guest on the Sourcing Hero podcast is Chris Lance. Chris is a vice president and general manager at UNA, a group purchasing organization that provides the Sourcing Hero with its home. Chris joins me every month to tackle a current news story or topic of interest from his own point of view. Hi, Chris. Thanks for being back for this month's episode on the Sourcing Hero podcast. Always a pleasure, Kelly. How are you doing? I am doing just fine. And... We have a new friend with us this month that I'm excited to introduce everybody to. I heard that the sourcing hero has gotten a sidekick. Is that true? It is. Yeah. Yes, it is true. (laughs) (laughs) It is indeed. So last month you launched a newsletter, which I think is awesome. And I would love to have you start us off by talking a little bit about what you took from your now infamous do not say list to starting to share your thoughts more widely in writing. Yeah. So as far as like the, the timeline or like what, what happened? (laughs) Uh, So there's a, there's a few things that happened, but I'll, I'll spare the intricate details and and maybe some of the names because not everybody wants a shout out. But what I'll just say is that it was, it was made clear to me that, People are actually listening or wanting to hear what I have to say. And so as I thought on it further, I I thought of a quote, you know, I'm big on quotes, but there's one that's easily in my top 10. And it's the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Mm. And so I I try to be a good person, you know, maybe pending rush hour traffic. I try to be a good person, but (laughs) you're only human, Chris, (laughs) right? But but I thought, like, what what am I actually what am I actually doing, or what is we Una? What are we actually doing? So, like, if I have this platform and these insights, how how can I help people? So that it really that was the major shift for me. So so here we are, <laughs> which I think is awesome, and I love the name of it. So whether this is somebody that wants a shout out or not, and if need be, they can remain they can remain unnamed and innocent. But whose idea was the sidekick? Is the name? Uh, so that was de- that was definitely our head of marketing. Uh, so that was definitely McKinsey. We were and I were just we were just batting around ideas back and forth. And as you know, like we we truly look at our members as heroes. When you look at the tall orders and tasks that they have to accomplish, and it's like, my goodness, we're trying to help them. Like, wh- what is that? You know, and it's a sidekick. So I I would give all the credit to her. She would probably argue, no, it was a brainstorming session. But it was definitely it was definitely McKenzie. So. Well, huge shout out to McKenzie. I think that is incredibly creative. Mm-hmm. Do you have sort of a vision? I mean, you talked about the fact that people respond to listening to your opinions through the show, and I'm sure in other places that you share. But as you start to sort of say, okay, I'm going to move into this new channel of content creation and look outward, what are you hoping to accomplish with the newsletter? So I think on its face, right, the company is looking to empower sourcing professionals, right? Personally, my hope, my, my real hope is that the newsletters are viewed as, as real facts and information or or at least considerations, right? Yeah. I, 
I really don't want this to become just another article telling people how to feel or that everything is okay, nor do I want it to be every article is the sky is falling. <laughs> it's, <laughs> the, the, but the goal is to just lay out actual information and then just ask the questions or, or, or kind of giving people things to think about or to plan for. Because what I see time and time again is, I'll say it, gaslighting, right? Mm -hmm. And gaslighting people into everything is fine, but but if you think everything's fine, there's nothing nothing you can plan for. It, it sets people up for failure. And so at UNA, right, our goal is to empower people. So let's share some real information on what's actually going on at a global level. Um, it's, but I think the timing of it, of us pushing this out is great too, because I believe over the next few years, people are going to real need real information without the noise, you know? Yeah, no, I completely agree. Now, do you have sort of a, a target reader in mind? Is there someone you envision out there other than me, of course, because <laughs> I was like, put me on the list. <laughs> do you have up. anybody else out there that you sort of have in mind as you're writing? Mm. Kind of. Yeah. So, well, really it's for anyone who wants to truly understand what's going on or at least why things are going on, right? Because procurement touches everything. So if, if you're not staying ahead on current events and looking to understand true impacts or ripple effects of those events, then then you're behind. I, I would argue way behind because by the time something hits like news outlets and things like that, damage is done or, yeah. or insert whatever you want, want to say there. But so it's geared towards those in procurement, but it's really for anyone who's seeking knowledge, I would argue should, should find some value. Now, is this something that people can opt to receive? Is there like a sign up place to get yourself on the list? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good, very good question. So if you go to unu.com at the top, to see a resources link. And if you click that drop down, there's, there's a lot out there, but if you go to the procurement newsletter, that's where you'll see those start to being stored. I think there's just the one out there right now. Um, but then as we're going forward, those other articles will just build out there. Little library. Well, and what a one it is. Yeah. So sidekick episode, or I should say edition. No, I'm thinking podcast sidekick edition. Zero zero one was titled 2024 is going to be a doozy. So, what were some of the stories and topics that you covered in that first edition? So, so for the first newsletter, the main stories were topics that I wanted to tug on how do I, from my perspective that I thought were more time sensitive. Um, so <clears throat> what I covered was the border crisis, um, but, but I framed it in a way that so things aren't trending in a positive direction. And I wanted to talk about what it could really look like if there's not more unification around the topic, right? So it's just kind of holistically, what what would it look like if, if Texas ceded? And what would it look like if the other states around it wanted to be border states? Uh, I, I think there needs to be unification around that, that topic uh, and very, very soon. Um, the other story, which is also time sensitive, would be um, China and Taiwan, which you and I discussed, um, I, don't, I don't know if it was just the very latest, latest pod we were on or the one before, but we were talking about um, China and their New Year's Eve uh, statement. And so that one was covered because I'm of the opinion that it, that conflict is a matter of when, not oh, if. Yes. Um, and maybe an unpopular opinion, I, I am extremely patriotic, ask anyone around me. However, as a nation, I do not know if we are prepared for what that conflict would truly look like. So mm. those were the two main stories. 
um, that I that I touched on in in the doozy episode. <laughs> you started and it was a doozy right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. Well, part of what I liked about it too is that it's not just like long articles. You actually had a really neat mix of of content. Um, so you talked about a couple of the news stories or items that you went into a little bit of detail covering, but there's some other sections in there too. What are some of the other almost like multimedia sections you have in the newsletter? <laughs> well, yeah. So to, to your point, I I did cast a pretty wide net to start. So I I think we'll see how it focuses down and I will continue to ask for feedback. So if those who are reading it, give me feedback if you want me to whittle it down or maybe even go deeper on on some stories versus others. Um, but I do have I have a pretty light section on common leadership or career tips and nuggets. Um, there will probably always be a book recommendation section. And then, as you know, as I said on the, at the start, I'm, I'm really big on thought provoking quotes. Um, and so there's a quote section where I'll share some of my favorites going forward. Um, then there's also a tech news section. So things to keep a pulse on, which will probably grow, right? Because I don't know if you and I talked about it. Maybe we should, but everything is becoming so digital. Like, what does that mean for procurement and what could that turn into? But ultimately, Kelly, I think what will be my favorite section um, outside of the main stories, I do, I'm going to have a section called the best of social media. Um, the reason I'm excited about that is because the internet never forgets. So it'll just be so interesting to look back and see how some of these posts age. So. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And it's funny that you mentioned that um, because I was looking into a story just recently that impacted how we were managing uh, inventory back during the pandemic. But if you search now for like just in time, you get recent stories. If you want to remember what it was really like in the summer and fall of 2020, you almost have to force your internet searches to go back to that window. And so I love the fact that you're going to track some of these things because we do forget. We move on, other things distract us, there's a new shiny object. And and yet to call some of these things back up and see how they've aged. In some cases, people will turn out to have been practically prophetic, right? Yeah. Um, in other cases, completely wrong. Hopefully that's not one of mine. Um, but, but I think it's interesting. I think bringing the element of time into this, um, gives, gives some depth to something that otherwise in social media, it can be a bit of a flash in the pan, but if we remember to go back and look, I think that's an interesting way to see something in a new light. Yeah, for sure. That's the hope. Now, <laughs> do you have a sort of a publishing cadence in mind or, or when do you think the next edition will be out? So we'll probably back into like a, a set day. Um, as of right now, we do have, I do have the next newsletter uh, set. So for the audience listening, depending on when you hear this, it may already be out to read because that will mm -hmm. actually go out on uh, the 27th. So it'll probably be monthly and it'll be at the end of every month. Um, and since somebody, nobody will be able to hear, I can give, I can tell you, Kelly, <laughs> some of the topics <laughs> that I'll be touching on for the second one. But being a podcast host has so many perks. Right? You get all this behind the scenes, early news breaking stuff. Yep. It's a it'll, little inside baseball here for you. But yeah, what uh, what I'm touching on for the second one, it's going to be uh, beef prices and why they will, not if, but why they will go up. Mm -hmm. um, the EU farmers conflict with the government and if or when that will take place in the US. And then I'm also touching on the Red Sea. 
um, which seemingly events oh, yeah. are changing on a daily, if not hourly basis. So I, uh, I stretched my legs a little bit more on this one. So I'll be <laughs> interested to see some of the feedback I get. So, well, now we talked about some of the quotes that you share and you quoted one of the people that I think is absolutely fascinating in the first edition. You quoted Isaac Asimov. And if people don't know him, he's a sci-fi writer that was known for creating or documenting in his case, what he calls the three laws of robotics. And as you, you go through it, sort of, it's almost like etiquette, but a little bit more, you know, so it's like, how are robots and human beings supposed to interact? And I think there's probably a little bit of wishful thinking in there. <laughs> um, but the exact quote you shared is people who think they know everything are a great annoyance to those of us who do, which is so funny. Um, I would love to know why you picked this particular quote and sort of how it relates in your mind to either some of the things that we're doing in work or some of the other stories that were in the last edition of the newsletter. Yeah. So I honestly, I'm so glad you took it as funny because as soon as it went <laughs> live and I did my own review as if I was a reader, right? I said, oh my goodness, like everyone's going to think this is hilarious or that I'm the most arrogant human being <laughs> on the face <laughs> of the earth. So what my goal was, was I, I thought it was like that, that, that intellectual humor, right? Like a super dry take on, on the concept of arrogance and overconfidence. But well, so, so most people, in my experience, most people live life as if they're their own main character in their own movie, which I get it. But, but when that confidence crosses over into leading them to dismiss the ideas or perspectives of others, um, not opening your mind to be wrong, that's when it be that's when it becomes a problem. So to me, taking the leap of sharing information, right? It's it's that friendly reminder that you don't know what you don't know. So so yeah. stay humble. So well, I thought it was hysterical, and maybe it's because I know you so well. I read the snark and sarcasm <laughs> right into that quote. In fact, it reminds me, and I'll probably slaughter this because it didn't come into my mind until this moment, but I believe it was Winston Churchill that was sitting next to a lady at some dinner party and she was not his biggest fan. And she said something to the effect of, if you were my husband, I would put poison in your tea or something like that. And he said to her, madam, if I was your husband, I would drink it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So when I think of this, I know you too well to think uh -huh. you think of yourself as someone that knows everything, but you know what? Sometimes we all kind of jokingly fall into that. I think that's super, super funny. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm glad. That's I'm glad that that's what I was hoping for. So I'm glad it resonated that way. Absolutely. Now, Chris, we've talked about how people can sign up for the newsletter. I will make sure that's linked in the show notes for this episode of the Sourcing Hero podcast. Awesome. You mentioned the China episode. That was our January conversation. That will also be linked in the show notes. So if people are are still in listening mode and have a few more minutes to give, scroll down and check that out. But if people are interested in connecting with you personally, what is the best way for them to reach out? Well, I am I am on LinkedIn, so it's Chris with a K, K-R-I-S, Chris Lance. Um, you can also find me um, on our website. So if you go to una.com and then about us, you can just smash my nose. And I think it opens up with probably like another quote, but it, I think there's an email you can get in touch with me. But if you're listening, you can jot this down. You can always send me an email as well. It's Chris. K-R-I-S at una.com. 
That is awesome. So I am looking forward to reading. Signed up for that next newsletter. And Chris, thank you for being here. We'll talk to you again next month. Thank you. See you next month. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sourcing Hero Podcast. Join us again next time for more true stories of sourcing and business heroism performed by your colleagues and peers. Look for The Sourcing Hero wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to subscribe. Finally, don't forget, sourcing heroism is taking place all around us every day. Keep your eyes open and you're bound to see it. Until next time, I'm your host, Kelly Barner. Stay well and always remember that you can be a hero too.